Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. All right. Hey guys, don't you think it's time we talked about TikTok? I cannot believe in over 200 episodes, I have never mentioned TikTok before. So guys, we've got a lot of stuff to cover today. It's funny, I didn't think I'd have much to say about TikTok. And then the more I started thinking about it, researching it, writing about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there is so much to say about TikTok. And I wanted to pose this question, I guess, today, uh, which is the title of the episode, is TikTok hijacking our minds? Is it hijacking a generation? What do you think? Now, if you've been following me for any, uh, you know, length of time, you know, I'm not against any of these, you know, social media platforms, but like anything, uh, some, you know, anything in life can be used um, as much for evil as it can be for good. So let's unpack it today because I think it's pretty fair to say TikTok uh, is an addiction, right? For those of you that are on it. I don't think you would meet many young people, by the way, who are not on TikTok. Now, the thing with TikTok, if you try and look up, you know, what's trending, I started off thinking down that line, oh, well, what's trending at the moment? And I thought, you know what, I'm not even going to bother because by the time you even listen to this episode, it's probably changed and it's super hard to keep up unless you yourself are on it all the time. TikTok has become in itself a subculture and it's actually one of the fastest growing social media platforms in the world, guys. So considering how influential it is, it's about time we talked about it here on Girl Next Door. Now, if you don't know what TikTok is and Seriously, I can't imagine there would be anyone that doesn't know, but however, just in case, it is a social media platform that allows its users to create short videos with music and filters and a few other features. So what we're going to look at today, we're going to look at some facts around TikTok that are going to blow your mind. Uh, We're going to look at a couple of the concerns, but then I really want to dive into what kind of influence that it's having on this generation. Okay, so facts, concerns, and influence. So let's start with a few facts that you might not know about TikTok. So TikTok has 1 billion users, which by the way, doesn't include China. Okay. And I'll explain why in a moment, but it's got 1 billion users across 154 countries, guys. And that makes it the most popular social media platform of 2022. Now, bit of interesting history here. So let's go back to where TikTok started. It was initially launched in China in 2016 under a different name, okay? It was launched under a name called Douyin. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but D-O-U-Y-I-N, Douyin. Now, so that was 2016. Then in 2017, ByteDance, which is like the parent company uh, in China of Douyin, they made another similar app to Douyin. But at the same time, they bought Musical.ly. Now, some of you might have heard of that app from years ago. Musical.ly at the time had 100 million followers. So this company, this Chinese company, ByteDance, decided we're going to merge Musical.ly, 
with its 100 million followers with this other app, and we're going to call it TikTok. And that's how TikTok was formed. So we've got now got two, uh, two platforms, Dowen and TikTok. Now, they both are very similar. They both do the same thing, but TikTok is used everywhere else in the world, but Dowen is the TikTok version used in China, okay? Why two separate apps here, all owned by the same company? Well, the reason is even though they use the same software, they maintain separate networks because in China, they have to comply with Chinese censorship restrictions, okay? So that's why everywhere else in the world, it's known as TikTok, um, and there's um, a lot more that can be done on that version. But Dowen is the Chinese version of TikTok, and they have to, like I said, uh, comply with certain Chinese censorship restrictions. Okay, so that's where it comes from. If people say, oh my gosh, TikTok's owned by China, that's the background. Now, the reason TikTok has exploded in popularity is just because it's so simple to use and anyone can become a creator. So TikTok, another interesting fact, is the most downloaded app in the Apple store and 62% of its users are between the ages of 10 and 29. Okay, so well over half are young people, young adults. Now, Another interesting fact is that the app's creators decided that they were going to target under 18s from the very beginning. So anyone under 18, you are the ones that they had their, their eyes set on from the start with TikTok. So there's some interesting facts about TikTok, okay? Now let's look at some of the concerns. The biggest concern is the fact that TikTok is owned by China. Now, like I said, ByteDance who owns TikTok is a Chinese um, parent company. And then of course, like I said before, the other uh, company owned Dowen. Now, why is this a concern? Well, the reason is without going into too much politics, but China is a political threat to every other country. And there's great concern at the control that therefore gives to China for two reasons. First is it's giving China access to the user's data, being your data. And the second reason is uh, that what everyone is viewing, there are fears that it's being uh, influenced by Chinese propaganda. So smartly, two years ago, America, under the Trump administration, made a deal that all of TikTok's users' data would be stored by an American company, which protects the American citizens' data. But guys, if you live in Australia... Mm -mm -mm. Australia did no such thing. Now you can look this up yourself. There are so many different articles, but even in July and August of this year, so we're just talking last month and the month before, and this has been a continual um, item of concern in the news. Our government have admitted that the staff in China can access all of our data guys our government have admitted that these platforms' approach to privacy are completely in a, incompatible with our approach here in Australia to privacy. In other words, if you are on TikTok here in Australia, 
all of your private information is being compromised. And that is what the Australian government are telling us. So they've warned people, be aware of this when you're using this platform. Now, just two weeks ago, the Australian Financial Review reported by a Canberra-based cybersecurity and intelligence firm revealed that TikTok checks your use or its users device location at least once an hour. They continuously request access to your contacts, even if you've denied that option in the setup. And they map your devices, running apps and installed apps amongst other things. So in other words, Australian users of TikTok are constantly being um, spied upon, I guess, is, is the word. So you can look this up yourself. This is reported very widely in the very reputable financial review. So I think we need to have our eyes wide open when we're using these apps. We just can't be naive, guys. These platforms are not as innocent as we think. In fact, it seems pretty obvious that there are people in power above us who are relying on our naivety and they're exploiting not only our naivety, but our addiction to these platforms. So I think the more we know, the smarter we can be. We can become smarter consumers. Okay, so I've talked about the facts, some basic facts. I've talked about the concerns, but let's now dive into how is TikTok in particular influencing their users and particularly a young generation? Now, a lot of people do use TikTok um, as tutorials for all sorts of things. I know I've got friends that they use it for makeup tutorials and you know all sorts, whatever, whatever it is that your interest is in. It's very similar to YouTube. You can just search how-tos for just about anything. Now, I've spoken about this before, but if you are older, like 18 plus, you're a little bit more secure and your sense of self-identity is more, um, it's been formed. But where the issue comes in and the most vulnerable people on TikTok are the younger ones. Uh, the older ones, you're less likely to be influenced by what you see although we still are all highly influenced, but it's the younger teens, like the 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds are very vulnerable, very highly influenced and the most susceptible. And we're seeing this influence in a number of ways, which I want to unpack. So we're going to go through the four different ways that we're being influenced, which is in our behavior, um, the way we consume our news, um, in our politics, and then finally in the uh, ideologies that we're forming or our worldview. So let me say those four again, behavior, news, politics, and ideologies. <clears throat> Let's start by looking at how is TikTok shaping our behavior? And like I said, the more that we know, the more that we're aware, the more that we can uh, be smart consumers. So I just want to talk about one thing in particular that's come across my table. I'm sure that, you know, there's so many different areas we could talk about where TikTok is influencing our behavior, but there's been a lot of uh, focus and attention and articles recently reported around this, um, around Tourette's. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but let me just read the first part of the article. So this was reported 
uh, in the ABC, and it was titled, Why Are Teen Girls in Australia Developing Tourette's Like Ticks? So it was a random day, I'm reading here from the article, in July last year, and the then 14-year-old was sitting in year nine history class. She was learning about the Holocaust. It's a pretty hectic topic, and she started to get upset, and then suddenly she lost control of her body. My brain just snapped, and I just started trying to chew my own finger off, Michaela said. Her hand was going blue, and she couldn't let go because her jaw was locked. The girl next to me saw it. She was yelling at the teacher and the whole class just kind of stopped. And my teacher comes over and sticks her finger in my mouth to try and get it out. Eventually, she was taken to the school office where someone finally wrenched her hand free. I was freaking out. It was so embarrassing for me, she said. Her mum took her to the emergency ward straight away, but none of the doctors could figure out what was going on. Uh, And then further down, it says doctors were baffled. Doctors recognized these uncontrollable jerking movements and verbal outbursts as tics, but they were confused about what was causing them. So the article goes on to say how they did blood tests and uh, MRI scans, and there was nothing wrong with her. And so they put it down to this Tourette's. Now, Tourette's, for those of you that perhaps have never heard of it, it's a nervous disorder which causes people to suddenly twitch or to make unwanted sounds. But guys, if we do the research, like we said, Tourette's is actually very rare in girls. And yet suddenly referrals for girls Uh, sorry, referrals for Tourette's has not only doubled, but according to the doctors, the patients look different because all of a sudden they're older, they're mostly female, and these ticks have developed suddenly instead of quietly over time. So they recognize it as a form of Tourette's, but it didn't have any of the usual historical medical patterns. Now, this same medical mystery has been recognized worldwide. So doctors here in Australia started comparing notes with doctors from the UK and US and Canada, and their patients were all reporting one thing, that they had been watching influencers on TikTok with Tourette's. Now, 60 Minutes did a report here in Australia a few weeks ago on this, and they talk about the explosion of severe ticks in teenage girls. Now, while they attribute some of it to severe stress caused by social isolation of COVID, social media was the common factor. And the doctors keep saying things like, this is a contagion, which by the way, is what the explosion in girls becoming transgender is also partly attributed to, a contagion. Contagion means mimicking, copying. It doesn't mean it's contagious. Well, it is contagious in a way, but not, not not like the flu is contagious or a cold is contagious. It's contagious in the sense that Uh, young girls are mimicking and copying what they're seeing on social media, guys. And these ticks, by the way, that are being seen worldwide by these girls just happen to be the exact same ones on social media. So Tourette's videos, it turns out on TikTok, have gained a massive following. They account for more than 6 billion views. And one mother on 60 Minutes reported that her daughter, uh, her ticks include clawing her eyes out, smashing herself in the face, smashing her head on the wall or the floor. The interesting thing is 
that a lot of these articles are attributing more blame to the pandemic than to the source of where these things are coming from, which guys is TikTok. I found some of the articles almost kind of funny where these, these, you know, neurological doctors are trying to put it down to this, you know, they're trying to attribute it to some new neurological condition. I'll tell you what the neurological condition is, guys. It's called TikTok. It's called they're mimicking and copying TikTok. How about we take TikTok away and see if the girls ticks stop then? So that's just one example of how TikTok is influencing behavior. Let's have a look at the news. So teens, young adults are shunning traditional forms of news and replacing it with TikTok and Instagram. My mother and father-in-law came over for dinner last night and my father-in-law's like, oh, can we please put on the news? Can we put on channel nine or channel seven news? There's a particular thing that he wanted to hear. And I was like, oh guys, we put the TV on and I couldn't even find free to air. I was like, oh, where's our free to air channels? Because even me, I'm not using normal, you know, channel nine and free to air TV for our news anymore. So most of us are going to other sources I must say, I do not go to Instagram or TikTok for my news sources, but a lot of young people are. So in just two, in the last two years, the number of people consuming news content from TikTok has risen from 800,000 to 3.9 million. That's massive. In two years, the number of people making TikTok their number one news source has risen from 800,000 to 3.9 million. Now, knowing that the platform is owned by China and taking into account the next point that I'm going to share in a moment, uh, which is about how politics is having a massive influence on platforms such as TikTok, I think we need to be eyes wide open. We all know that news, media, and journalism is no longer an objective art where both sides of a story is presented. Sadly, that's not what journalism is anymore. The news and journalism and media has become about reporting subjective ideas with an aim to push ideologies. The news isn't about what is actually happening in the world. It's about what the progressive left say is happening in the world. And what we are being served up on social media platforms like TikTok is not news, it's opinions. And we need to be very aware of that if we're making TikTok our number one source of news and media. Okay, so that's two ways that TikTok is influencing us with our behavior and with our sources of news. Okay, let's talk politics. Those in politics, guys, understand the power of social media for their own gain. And while we are innocently scrolling TikTok for entertainment, Those of us who either lack the ability to think for ourselves, don't think it's important to think for ourselves, or perhaps we are young and our worldview is still forming, we are all being massively manipulated and influenced without us knowing it. Do you know last month it was reported in America 
And let me read the title of this report, exclusive report, Joe Biden enlists China-owned TikTok to partner with federal voting assistance program in the 2022 midterm elections. For those of you that maybe don't understand American politics, what does this mean? Okay, the midterm elections are really, really important in America. So the president is in office for four years. Halfway through, two years in, are what they call the midterm elections. And they're really, really important because they help determine who's then going to run for president. And so basically, the Biden administration is going to use TikTok to influence users on how to vote. Smart, right? So he understands, their administration understands that if you want the vote, if you want to influence, you go to the young generation and you go to the where the young generation are, which is on TikTok. But that's America. What about here in Australia? Okay, let's take Victoria as an example. We all know the Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews. Now, many would say that he has decimated Victoria, uh, which is now home to some of the most left progressive policies in the world, um, let alone just in Australia. I mean, think of things like, you know, Victoria is the place where eight-year-olds can change their gender at school without parent permission. And yet at the same time, if they want to take Panadol, they do need parent permission. That's just one example. Now, Daniel Andrews, Labor government guys, has 14 times as many social media followers as the opposition. Just let that sink in. I'm just like, what... How dumb are the opposition to not realize this? But the Labor government, Daniel Andrews' Labor government, has 14 times as many social media followers as the opposition. And do you know why they have that? Because they have invested in media staff. Now, according to, I was actually on a Zoom today with somebody that used to be a journalist, and he was telling me that he has got more than 30 stuff, more than 30 staff just working in his media department. Now, despite what you might think, whether you like him or you don't like him, he understands, his government understands where the influence is. And so when people say, surely he's not going to get into office again after what he's done to his state, guys, watch it happen. Because while the opposition is bumbling around, he is moving into platforms that count the most. Again, that is smart. Guys, this is how it's done, whether we like it or not. And this is how people have been shifted from being neutral about Christianity to thinking that Christianity is bad. We all know the census came through a few months ago and less people than ever are identifying as Christian. How did that happen? Because they grabbed the people who were just neutral, who, you know, might not necessarily say, yeah, I'm full-blown Christian and I go to church every week. They're a bit neutral. Yeah, I'll I'll identify. I think Christianity is good. But they've watched enough Facebook, TikTok and Instagram to have their view changed that, uh, you know, no longer will they be uh, neutral on Christianity, but they now think that Christianity is bad. Now, the reality is, Anyone with an educated viewpoint, but unfortunately, guys, educated viewpoints don't count these days, but anyone with an educated viewpoint would know 
that Christianity is really good for society. And I spoke on this in the last episode, and I don't want to go into that now, but Christianity and Christians are behind you know, all of the, all of the charities and all of the different organizations that help people. Christianity has historically always been known to be good for a society. That is a, um, a reality that someone with an educated viewpoint would understand, even if they were not a Christian, how have they been able to flip that because of the hundreds of thousands of millions of people mindlessly scrolling through social media, they have been able to change people's perception on reality Reality and educated views don't count when you can shape their mind while they numbingly scroll through social media. And the reason that there is such an attack on Christianity is because Christianity is what stands in the way of socialism, which is, of course, where progressives want our country to go. We are the last bit of opposition standing. Okay, so that's just a little bit on politics. So we've covered behavior, we've covered news, we've covered politics. Let's finish off with the last place, the last part of greatest influence of TikTok, which is on our ideologies. In other words, we're talking about our worldview. Social media, like TikTok, are informing people's entire worldview. Let me just I sat down before and wrote a bunch of, okay, what are some of the ideologies that we're just seeing pushed and pushed and pushed on places like TikTok? Here's a bunch of them that I came up with literally within two minutes. Christianity is bad. Socialism is good. Climate change is destroying your future. Gender is a construct. The patriarchy needs to crumble. Becoming transgender will fix your problems. Men can have babies. Faith should be deconstructed. Churches are harmful. Take from the wealthy and distribute to the poor. Safety is more important than freedom. Bodily autonomy is a right for women who want an abortion. Bodily autonomy is not a right for anyone when it comes to the COVID vaccine. Rainbow shirts are about inclusion, except for those who choose not to wear them, they must be excluded. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on about the ideas that are constantly video after video are being pushed on TikTok. And these ideas, if we thought about them critically, we would understand that they're bringing far more harm than help. These ideologies that when thought about critically actually make no sense whatsoever. These ideologies being pushed on platforms like TikTok literally are a void of any common sense. But that's the problem, isn't it? TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, they're not platforms that are requiring us to think. They're platforms where we go to, to mind-numbingly consume. Video after video, message after message, day after day, month after month, year after year. These platforms, TikTok, shaping a generation, infiltrating a generation, manipulating a generation, making slaves of a generation to their way of thinking. But guys, let me in my last couple of minutes turn this around because any platform that is being used for evil can also be used for good. Or it actually can work the other way around. Historically, it's known that any platform, any new platform 
that was intended for society's good always seems to be hijacked for evil. Playboy is actually a really good example of this. With the birth of printed media, such as magazines, also came the birth of the porn industry with the production of the Playboy magazine. Guys, this is just how it rolls. So if something that uh, is evil has hijacked a platform that was meant for good, then it's up to us to take it back. We've got to say, you know what, we can flip this on its head and something where a lot of evil is being uh, peddled and pushed, we have to say, we're going to take this back and start using it for good. So start putting good content out on places, platforms like TikTok. Be active on TikTok. Um, Find those whose messaging is bringing true health and wholeness to a generation. Promote their voices. Listen to their voices. Think about what you're consuming. Um, Be aware that there is an agenda on all social media platforms. And I would go so far too as to say, I don't think that younger people should be on social media, um, particularly on TikTok, for the reason that I stated before, 12, 13, and 14-year-olds are extremely vulnerable because this is when their identity is forming. And this is when they're, um, they're really starting to shape their ideas of the world. And so if I were a parent with my kids at that age, um, I, well, TikTok was around when my kids were that age and I didn't let them on to on it, but particularly Ashton, um, being the younger one that would have been more influenced by it. So I think we have to be really um, aware that we're not just, you know, it really surprised me that these parents that were reporting Tourette's in their young daughters were kind of like hands in the air. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to take them to a doctor and try and reverse this. Well, I've got a really good idea. Why don't you take them off the social media platform? Like, why do you think that you're a powerless as a parent? Are you kidding me? You've just put something in their hands that has caused great harm. Like, would you, you know, would you put something else in their hand that you knew was causing great harm, hoping that they wouldn't use it? Like, take it away. And so I think we need to get a lot stronger. Um, Make sure that our young people are a bit older or if they are on it, Um, because parents aren't aware. I mean, I would say if you are a parent and you are allowing them to be on it, you need to monitor it. You need to not let them have their phones in their bedrooms. Um, But then, you know, a lot of parents are not aware and they're not parenting their young people. And it might be left to the rest of us who are aware. So having conversations is really important. Um, I know we've had so many conversations with our own kids around this stuff. They can, you can sit there and show them an hour's worth of TikTok and they'll be able to tell you exactly Exactly. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. That's good. That's not good because we've taught them to think for themselves. So I think we, we need to be careful of the addictive factor of TikTok. Um, you know, that whole, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but you know how the videos scroll up, you know how like when a video finishes, it scrolls up to the next one that have you noticed that's the same way that the pokies work. And the reason is those that did, um, studies on gambling and addiction, Uh, understood that that is what partly makes um, something addictive for our brain, that that quick hit, 
that we want to come back for more. And so that is why the pokies work that way. And that is why TikTok and Reels on Instagram work exactly the same way. And YouTube, where the video finishes and the next one scrolls up exactly like a pokies machine. Guys, there's a reason for it. But do you know what? Now that you know more, you will be aware. So I'm not saying, you know, look, I know that it's not realistic to go, oh, you just shouldn't be on the platform at all. Because in reality, everybody, everybody is. It's like saying, well, let's ban magazines because, um, you know, because the Playboy is going to use it. Um, so I think instead we have to go in and we have to shine the light and we've got to be stronger. We've got to be aware of what we're dealing with. We need to let other people be aware of what we're dealing with. So I hope I've put some tools in your pocket. Uh, and I think it's really good knowledge to have. If you understand things like, oh my gosh, this is how, you know, these are the facts about TikTok. These are the concerns. And these are just a couple of the ways it's influencing us because when we know more then we can do better. Guys, I hope that's helped you. I really enjoyed doing some research around that. So let me know your thoughts. Come along to girlnextdoor.podcast on Instagram and come and chat with me there. Um, Otherwise, I super duper appreciate, guys, you've been leaving the most beautiful five-star and written reviews on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. It helps people to find find this podcast um, because my heart is to help people navigate life better uh, by really pulling apart and looking at their worldview. Guys, I love you. Thank you for joining me and I will see you either on Friday or next Wednesday. Until then, have a good one. Bye.